it like it is program and i'm apostle baker j baker who also is a doctor in psychology and we are here to provoke you to think about the way that you think about the word of god and what's going on uh, i'm in a hotel here in sacramento getting ready for I'm, I'm saying exactly what apostle barry told me to say uh just checked into the room getting ready for the convergence here so uh this i'm gonna see this room so um, without any further anything else, I'm going to bring on Apostle Barry and uh, we're going to start to release whatever it is that God wants to release. Um, come on, come on, Apostle. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. I'm glad you made it safely to uh, Sacramento. And uh, tell me exactly what you're doing up there. We're having the uh, con we're having a convergence. Um, there was an apostle that she asked for apostolic assistance here in Sacramento. There's a lot of things in this, in this state. Mm. One of the things is is that they're uh, trying to get uh, liquid, you know, this liquid age, liquid type things, and all of the different things that are happening here, where marriage between an older person and a twelve. 10 year old and whatever a number of mm. things that are anti the kingdom of god are going on and we came up in order to release the kingdom of god in this area in the sphere and uh do what it is and bring forth what needs to happen there's a lot of violence a lot of murders a lot of all of this kind of the kingdom of god to to manifest so here we are as uh the ascension gifts giving apostolic help to the one that asked for it praise god that's beautiful that's yeah. beautiful and so you guys going to go down and pray or what will you be doing well they're having a i don't know exactly what it is apostle eddie is leading it yeah. and you know it's really been an interesting thing uh, uh apostle barry because uh i've been fasting actually i was fasting sugar and television so you know my fast is yeah. which is which yeah they both are sugar. They're both yeah. kind of like the sugar, sugar. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, no news, no news media, no any of those things. You know, yeah. for about yeah. for the last two weeks, and I'll be doing that until I leave here. But um, uh, Apostle Cal is saying the same thing. Everyone is saying the same thing that they've been looking to find out what it is that God wanted to say. You know, normally mm -hmm. you get a picture of something, you get a. a um, a message or whatever, mm -hmm. but no one is, no one has gotten that. So uh, mm. we really believe that the spirit of God, that God will manifest himself, that the kingdom truly, truly will come forth in the manner that he wants it to be. So it, it, I don't know what we're doing. And I don't think we know what we're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah you know, I understand. Yeah, it, it was, I mean, everything has been, you know, in this whole thing, everything has been a trial. Even getting into the hotel room. I just got in the hotel room 10 minutes ago. My key didn't work. I had to go out. My key didn't work coming back. But we we just got, we, we just got this thing started, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I, I don't think, um, I don't think we realize, uh, you know, how much, how many things, there's really a spiritual battle about, it. and there's some things we we think the enemy's concerned about, and he's really not. And there's because he's he's got an agenda. He's not playing defense, like he has an agenda, and he has it through certain methods and ways. And it's 
bigger than just, oh, I'm going to tempt this person to come over here and buy this little piece of, I mean, you know, that's a small level in comparison to what he's trying to do. And, you know, and the thing, here's, here's what I'm after. He goes after generational thoughts, generational beliefs, things that will change and alter generations of people. It'll mess them up psychologically. I mean, he'll, he'll go to pass laws that on the surface look innocent, but it's already even been proven from history for generations are going to destroy the structure and fiber of the entire thing. And then we end up giving place in a nation, uh, um, uh, you know, to things that are, are really the most, uh, volatile and poisonous things we could give it. It's a very low percent, but they just got this demonic anointing and a voice and they have this magical way, like an anointing on what they do that draws people in to fight for them. And, and if you break it down to them, like, do you really understand what you're saying and how, how this is going to lead? And you know, they're, that's not, they won't even, they don't even think like that. They're not even, they're just fighting for, no, this is what I feel is right. I'm like, okay. And, you know, at the that, that type, and then laws get passed that oppress a group of people. And that very thing is what we've been talking about, you know, the oppression of women over these uh, last few things. And it's that same concept, though. It works into a system. Then uh, freedom comes into um, a group, a nation, or whatever. And, um, and women get liberated and they begin functioning and interacting and balancing their home life. And then, and they're, and it's not like they're, you know, trying to take over everything, but they're recognized their prominence, their contribution and everything else. But, you know, sometimes they need to cause drunk knuckleheads are leading stuff and, and other things, you know? So it's like, you know, there's, there's all of this stuff that comes in and then people get these ideas, um, about it. And, and a lot of people's ideas are, well, a woman that's going to lead is not a woman under authority, because if she's leading, then she's not under authority. And, you know, there's always measures and means of authority and ways like most of them you can look at and say, who's your pastor submitted to? Well, who? Well, my pastor's the one in charge. And I ask you if he is in charge. I said, who is he submitted to? So, I mean, you can't just run around everybody is submitted to somebody, male or female. You, you know, you're submitted to people. That's that's the system. That's what's set in. It's not that it has to be a man. Or well, I was thinking about different people in the Bible today, and I was thinking about Miriam, the prophetess, you know, that acted under the authority of Moses and Aaron, but was judged when she criticized. Like, there was a balance in it. And even though she had to have feedback given, it didn't take away from her role or part. It didn't mean she started picketing and getting women together and saying these are all these men are because they didn't stop her. Or as a matter of fact, she kept right on functioning and, uh, and along with them. But, you know, Moses and her had to bring Aaron a rebuke, you know, twice in scriptures. So it is like that team thing. Yet Moses was obviously the one that's kind of like, Moses was the one in charge, but they were functional authority around, depending on the roles that they fulfilled. She fulfilled a minstrel and um, and a prophetess role, and he fulfilled a priestly role, you know, and they had role. Yes, they were family. That was another roles that they acted out. She was a mama, 
you know, and she took care of her. Anyway, it's just uh, fascinating. You know, Deborah, of course, everybody talks about Deborah because she's such a prominent judge in the scriptures. But I love the story of Deborah. And I loved how she told the man, she said, look, she said, I can do this. But if I do it, I'm going to get the credit for it and not you. And you know what? And, and it's so funny because when you read about the language, basically was saying, look, I know how this is going to go. She was like, I've sent you've done it to me before. I've had it done to me a million times. So let me just go ahead and get this out. You know what's going to happen if I go in this battle for you. You're right. You think you're going to get esteemed, but they're going to esteem me. Then you're going to get pissed at me. Can we work that out now? You know, I just love that about her. Like she was had such she was trying to problem solve. She had proactive management qualities. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, but, uh, you know, uh, she was called the mother of Israel. You know, Deborah was and 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 was she was a married woman. I, I just I'm, I'm, I don't know I'm pointing this out because I'm going under this authority thing today and I'm intermixing thing, but I'm still wanting to talk about the perception in scripture was more based on character and, um, you know, character and, and qualities and spiritual strengths that were brought and, and helps that were brought in and the way they interacted. And I mean, you can't talk about a virtuous woman and not talk about a woman who's sitting at home watching soap operas all day. I mean, that don't, you read, ver, you know, Proverbs 31 and you're like, goodness gracious. Like, you know, can we it didn't even read downtime and she needed a little downtime. You know what I'm saying? It was like, just, she'll be esteemed at the gate. She'll double your money. Like, how's she going to double my money? Like, what's she going to buy? Yeah, I see how that's going. Honey, I went to that casino for you today. Didn't work out. You know, <laughs> the Lord didn't. No, 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 no. So anyway, you know, I know I'm carrying on here, but but she acted with authority. Deborah acted with authority with Barak when he failed to go out to battle. And that's my point, you know, and the victory became hers. And then she counseled the governors from then on out. Most of those were men governors. She counseled the men. It wasn't about whether she was a female. It was about the wisdom and the authority and the ability to see both compassionately and righteously in a manner they couldn't see it. They couldn't put, when she said it, it put it together. You know, phenomenal stuff. I see you as somebody like that, Dr. B. But uh, anyway, and then we know even Queen Esther, I mean, she was married, you know, she acted under Mordecai's words and, and brought deliverance for a whole nation uh, from the sword of death. You know, it's like people say, you know, you're born for the time. It's just like, I see that term used now for everything. And I'm like, Oh, so you're ready to go to die. Because somebody said to me the other day, and anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't watch how I say that. But so I got a message the other day from someone presenting themselves as Esther and, you know, talking to me about how the Lord showed him things. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I said, so you're about to step up to save your nation and you're willing to die for it, and you understand why you're there and what you're about to do, and you've been fasting for it, and you're ready to do it. No, no, I'm Queen Esther, you know, to be, you know, for someone that God is, I'm like, 
Right. So God has prepared you to step. So I'm, I'm like, queen, that's going to be your wife. That's what she said. I'm queen. That's yeah. going to be your wife. <laughs> I know what she was saying, but that ain't the story, Queen Esther. Don't be hijacking that story. Trying to propagate your seduction. Like, <laughs> look, I'm old now. Look, I. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you playing chess with me. Okay, let's see. I'm going to move here now. Now you go. Oh, no. I <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> well, that didn't work out, sweetie. Anyway, hoodla. We know her. And again, we're talking about Old Testament people. But I just, the fact was they weren't treated in the Old Testament like they were just women. Who are these women? Well, they let her speak. You know, we, we didn't got time for that, all the men. And none of y'all got, no, okay, let these women. No, they were. These were people that they stepped in, they developed, even against the resistances and odds and customs. And that's what some folk don't understand. And old times used to say it all the time, the anointing, there's a difference. When you step into your anointing, when you step into that confidently, when you step into it compassionately, when you step into it standing the problems you're going to have, where they're going to come from. That's what I see about a lot of great women from history. When I watch them speak, you can tell they know every day they're taking heat for what they're doing, you know. But at the same time, you sense they fought it through. They counted the cost, and they know their what their mission is, and they just keep on task but you know well i think i would love the prophecies so what i like about her is she was married and her husband's name was shalom shalom i believe it was maybe you remember by i'm having trouble right now but yet yeah, she but the bible says that she she was she had responsible men around her and the word responsible means she spoke into the the matured men that served in her husband's household. It was her job to speak. She wasn't flirting. She's not over there talking about what y'all think about my odd Instagram pictures. I mean, she wasn't doing none of this. She was talking wisdom on kingdom, on rule, on managing people, on managing resource. I mean, like, it's just phenomenal, you know? And this is a prophetess. So some people say prophets don't care about that kind of stuff. Depends on what kind of prophet you are. You know, well, you know, people's limit God like this different types. Godly King Josiah, uh, the high priest and the princes of Israel were her counsel. I don't know if you understand the the timing of that, but she was speaking into Josiah, which is a made a huge impact for Israel. She was speaking. So you see, she was she preaching. She preaching to these kings and preaching to these governors and, and giving them counsel, not only on their natural stuff. See, that's another thing, but they need to hear my anointing. Girl, you ain't got nothing to say but that. You got to have something else in it. You got to go a little deeper. You got to get a little more. You know, That's good, but you got to get a little more if you want to get on that realm and operate. And, um, you know, I have this good attorney friend that I speak to every now and then. And he's one of those guys that you got to have something to say because he ain't got time for it if you don't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And uh, But he'll he'll say to me, you know, he gives that TV line that people say. He's like, you got 30 seconds to answer me. And I'll say what I have to say, and he'll be like, okay, that's the word of the Lord. Let me grab a notebook. And I, and I mean, he's like, and I, lo- and I love the way he listens. I'm like, okay, now you said this. Now, does that mean this? I'm like, yeah, when you use those words, is that what you meant? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. I appreciate it. I'll let you know how it turns out. God bless.
he hangs up. I'm like, there's a different type, a different way that, I mean, if you don't have nothing to say, then I'm going to listen to you. I'm just saying these people, these women of God, and there's, I'm just touching this. I mean, I'm just over the ones most people know. I mean, we could get into the, you know, uh, I mean, when we think about Josiah and all these other people that were great people in the kingdom, we understand that, that they knew and recognized her mantle and that she carried the word of the Lord in her mouth. And it didn't matter that they were men. They could hear the Lord through her mouth. That's what it's all about. You know, not because she had to have an entourage and everybody was in white and flowing robes and all that kind of garbage. And, you know, and there's music playing the dynamic and, oh, don't touch her, don't say, you know, all of this kind of pulp and pompetry and other kind of pimping and slipping and mixing and stuff. But, um, you know, Isaiah's wife was a prophetess. Isaiah is a famous prophet, but his wife is famous too. I mean, and she's talked about, and her husband Isaiah was over her in the Lord, you know, and and, and matter of fact, I'll tell you something. He's an interesting character because when he died, the Lord told him, he said, don't, don't cry. You need to go prophesy. He said, she was mine. And he calls her, he said, the wife that you loved um, is dead, you know, and he's like, and he's like, don't get up. Stop crying for her. She was mine. Now go, meaning she's in charge of me and I'm in charge of you. Now get up and move, boy. And I'm just saying that signifies her position in the kingdom. Like God was like, look, you can't even, you don't, you can't even mess with this one. I mean, she was your wife. Yes, I understand. But she was from me and now she's mine again. So I got it, chief. You know, <laughs> it's just interesting. She was treated so different, which shows the, the prominence that she had. You know, the four women named in Matthew chapter one, you tell me why I need to stop. You know, I am. So let, let me ask you something. Talk to me, Dean. You know, what I, as you things that have come forth for me is this one of the things is this and part pardon this this air conditioner thing is making noise but here's one of the <laughs> things with with the shulamite woman okay with the uh, one she was when her son died those yeah. men listened to her yeah she didn't have to explain anything she told them what to do another thing right. nabal's wife when mm-hmm. Abigail found out what it was that Nabal did, she looked and she said, this is foolish, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she told them what to do. Give me this, 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 this. They never said one time, let me wait. Let me go and find out what Nabal is going to say. She said, right. do this. And, and, and David said, if you hadn't come, I was about to kill everything that pissed on a wall. He, I mean, that's the words in the Bible, the King James. Right. That's exactly what it said. I'm not cussing. Okay, but look at the authority. Look at and think about hey. gender. Nabal was a fool. That's what his name meant, fool. <laughs> and uh, she knew he was going to be a fool. And um, and David knew he was a fool. But David wasn't going to bypass the right. She needed to do it for him to be able to respond because otherwise, and and he knew he was responding by righteousness which again just shows you that sometimes we cover for things that should be met by righteousness. And we think that 
that sometimes covering it, but and when I only say it this way, covering it but not dealing with it, because we should always cover people's stuff, but we should be faithful to do our job to deal with it and in thorough in a thorough manner that that um, you know others other peers that are along can say that you did everything you could excellent you know how it turns out it's up to them that you you know you listened you were compassionate you brought them back to the thing you know you brought them forward to where anyway you've got to let me know whether i can go on or not let's see 2020 20 what are you saying okay i can't hear words you're saying you have but, seven um, minutes so go for it okay great 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 all right well, you know, the four women named in Matthew chapter one, I, I know I talk about this, but, but, you know, it always catches my attention that they were named as lineage. Their husbands were named in it, but they were named for what they did for the Lord, but they were also named with their, it signifies that they were along in a company of a person. Now that doesn't mean all of them were because there was single women in the Bible. I mean, even, even when, uh, what's the boys, um, Philip's four daughters you know, they came down, but they were under their father's, so were under their father's authority. So even people that we saw that were grafted into the kingdom that didn't have direct things, they had a spiritual authority somewhere in their life that, that sat over them as a covering. So, so, you know, the church would be the wife and, uh, and, uh, you know, then, then, we understand that that's our role too, is to oversee those things that God has given us, you know, um, any woman who made a vow must do it under authority of her father or her husband. It teaches in the, in the scriptures or they nullify that vow. And that's, that's just talking about accountability. I mean, it's speaking of accountability, that there be a, a, a maturity or an accountability. And I keep pushing this because I'm not trying to, I mean, I'm opposite and I got, I got broken in my spirit. I should say I got enlightened in my spirit to all the control that goes on in ministry, both within myself and others and all of that. I don't sit around judging people. I just keep it away from me and out of me as best that I can. Um, you know, but, but when I say that exactly, I'm also saying that submission is a willful, it's a willful thing. That's part of faith in the kingdom is you recognize perceived things by the spirit that people carry and you realize they carry something or in a pathway that you, you feel called to also. And you begin to be drawn and hungered to it. And some people try to go immediately and get a relationship with the person instead of, why don't you start by read their books, you know, start to listen to the things that they talk about, listen to their, when somebody comes to me and they say, I've read, all three of your books that you have out right now. And, and I've listened to everything that I could find from anybody and, um, you know, here, there and everywhere else. And, and I just want to know this and this and this, I'm already talked to them different than other people. I mean, there's a pre-frame and a hunger level. And the fact that they've been running and pursuing it like that, and I didn't even know it for a while, that means they've built a capacity to receive impartation. We got folks come up off their couch talking about, man, I just need to get a fresh anointing. No. You want to go down there and get one? Let's go get one tonight. You know what I'm saying? It's like they come home, they stop eating more fried chicken, 
And um, I'm nothing wrong. I like fried chicken, by the way. I'm just talking. I care at all. And, and they come home and, and, and it's like, not, I don't feel nothing. You feel, I don't like that pastor. No way. I don't like his wife. You know, she in itty bitty thing like that, all in that. I, you know, they spoke care and are stupid. And then talk about the church. It ain't like it used to be. No, you ain't, honey. You ain't like you used to be. You cynical, mad, mean, bitter, hard. Distrust everybody, and half the the reason you keep cycling through it is because you keep going to the same stinking old nasty churches you used to go to, where the same old it's just different folks, but same spirit. Hallelujah! Religion will kill you, man. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> this is this is, the, this is not the comedy half hour but it is funny i mean it is funny it is really hitting places it is really bad but it is comical all at the same oh you putting it back to me i can't hear you again i'm sorry I'm sorry. I am putting it back to you. I was muted. That's why you weren't hearing me. You see me mute. Yeah. You see me mute. You know I'm not talking. <laughs> Priscilla, come on now. You know about Priscilla. She taught under her husband Aquila's authority in Acts 18. In every reference but one, Priscilla the woman is mentioned first. And in those days, that meant she was the one that he served alongside his wife. That still did, didn't mean he. I mean, here's the thing. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, Barry, they said, do you think it's right, you know, uh, to tell your, if, if you had a wife, they said, do you think it's right to tell her to go get you a cup of coffee if you're thirsty? I thought, are you serious? Is that, I, I thought, what a strange question. You could feel it's a trap, you know, like they're baiting you with a trap. It's such a shallow question. I said, well, let me answer, before I answer that, let me say, um, if we're in the bed in the middle of the night and all of a sudden you hear somebody breaking in, are you going to get up or are you going to ask me to get up and see who it is? I think a cup of coffee is a small thing in the sake of a burglar. So yeah, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> so it's, it's not a problem. It's not an issue of me being in dominion. It's an issue of you know, us rotating things that we might be better at, you know, more equipped for in the house. And uh, I say that, but in every reference, even Phoebe, you know, we love Phoebe. I do. I love her. The deaconess of the churches, you know, in, in the scripture, she acted under Paul's authority in the service of the church at Rome in Romans 6, 1 and 2. But I want you to understand, she had um, a regional authority. So, um, she's a little different. She's what guys would say. They'd try to give her a bishop's title, even though the word bishop just means elder. But they would try to give her a bishop's title um, because really she was over the church. Okay. That okay. She was responsible. Apostle Barry, we have about 30 seconds. And next week, Nick are going. we're going to start talking about Phoebe. And I want you to break things down. I want you to teach. Today was interesting. Today was funny. And today was 
we were both running from whatever. I mean, running into this. But I really want you to get into get into those other things. And we thank you Good. all that have joined us today. And we thank you for joining us with all the disarray. But we're going to be back next week, still telling it like it is with Apostle Barry Cook. And he is going to get into Phoebe and other women. He's going to get into these to send questions if you desire if you have questions or anything, send questions and he will answer it. He is going to be with me for a long time. So I just want you to know that. Well, bye-bye. Uh, we'll see you next week when we're here to still tell it like it is. Bye-bye. <laughs>